want to talk a little bit about diversity and how ETFs can provide that for an investor's portfolio. The popularity of ETFs, though, they have definitely surged over the last few years. And while mutual funds still have more money than ETFs, ETFs are quickly gaining ground and a couple of thousand ETFs that are out there. So how do investors sift through the choices to make the best investment decisions for their portfolios and provide the diversity that they want? Here were some thoughts on this. Uh, Jillian uh, Del Signor, she is head of ETF distribution at J.P. Morgan Asset Management. I did say your last name, right? Did you I? sure did. Good job. Not like I didn't remember. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Welcome back, though. Nice to have you Thank here. You. There is so much out there. Um, so how do you guys as a firm kind of approach the ETF universe? Yeah. So I think, you know, and, and, and thank you for being here at our, our ETF thank symposium. You for us. Yeah, this is this is our inaugural event. And, you know, I want to introduce. Wait, stop right there. Oh, so yeah. this is your inaugural event. Yes. ETFs have been f- around for a while. Why is it that, you know, I, I talked with one of our guests earlier who said it's really nice to see the big firms coming into the yeah. ETF universe. Why has it taken a while for JP Morgan to get involved? So JP Morgan, we've actually been in the ETF business for over three years now. And so I came on board two years ago, and we really uh, have built out an ETF sales and distribution team to really complement the existing incredible sales force that we have here at JP Morgan. Yeah. But really wanted to use this event to showcase not only the investment capabilities and research and thought leaders that we have internal here at JP Morgan, but really show our clients and prospects the connectivity that we have throughout the ETF ecosystem. And for JP Morgan, it's about bringing our research and investment capabilities to the ETF marketplace. You know, if you look at our lineup today, whether it's multi-factor, mm-hmm. um, alternative beta, our short duration, our ultra short duration fixed income, they're all built off of existing investment engines here at JP Morgan. So stuff you've been doing for a long time. Exactly it's right. investment strategies, theories, whatever that you're comfortable with. Exactly right. And we really want to change the conversation. Um, somebody said, I forget who said it earlier in one of the sessions, we've heard it a couple times. The conversation is not about active versus passive. It's not about ETF equaling passive anymore. We've mm-hmm. evolved beyond that. Invest advisors, They're investors. They're not passive, are they? No. And John Bilton. <laughs> the more I read about it. Well, so John Bilton, who um, is on our multi-asset solutions team, he said it earlier. He said, even if you're using a quote unquote passive ETF, the minute you decide to put it in a portfolio, you've made an active decision, mm-hmm. right? And so this idea that active versus passive, it's really outdated and we want to move past it. And while, yes, there's over 2,000 ETFs in market today, and there's been this narrative around there's too many products in the market. You know, I actually believe that the ETF industry is still evolving, and what we're trying to do is take our investment research and capability and expertise and put it where we see gaps. You know, um, the, the session going on right now about strategic beta, um, we're also incorporating fixed income into that. Mm-hmm. If you think about fixed mm-hmm. income, a lot of product in market today is based off of debtor-weighted issuance indexes, right, mm-hmm. which come with challenges. And so what, what we're doing is saying, Let's take this investment capability that we have today internally and let's leverage that and put product in market that, it, that our clients are telling us they're looking for. The same can be said for alternatives. Um, you know, we have an alternative ETF in market right now, JPHF. Mm-hmm. We want to build off of that. Again, we have our, our CIO of Quantitative Beta Strategies has been, has been investing in factors for decades. I think sometimes people hear smart beta or right. strategic beta and they think it's a fad, right? In reality, that factor-based investing has been around for decades. The ETF just democratized the access to that exposure. So where, so you say you want to be in ETF strategies that J.P. Morgan is comfortable with, but you know, if there is a trend where all of a sudden it's an ETF area um, or sector that you guys haven't played around yeah. with. Um, 
how comfortable are you going to be to go into it then? I think it's a matter of us as I think about um, I think about our product development landscape, if you will. It's a matter of trying to understand, to use the old analogy, where is the puck going? Yeah. Right? The old, is it Wayne Gretzky, I think, analogy? <laughs> Where's the puck going? So really try to analyze what are trends happening in the marketplace right. that we think are going to be longer term trends for investors. All right. So here, I've got a trend. Uh, story yesterday, big story that's talking about Bitcoin futures. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was I would saving to say this that's question not... <laughs> for you. So we posed the question. Bloomberg News. So is a Bitcoin ETF just around the corner? Yeah. Well, they, there have been several that have been trying to get registered. I think, look, I, I think those are very, very niche products. And the way that we've looked at our lineup so far is we want to be able to provide our lineup to look the way an advisor would build a portfolio. Right. Right. So equities, fixed income, alternatives. Some of those may be more niche than others, right? Mm -hmm. We do have a European exposure, for example, high yield. So they're not all like core, core exposures, but they're products you should be confident building a portfolio around. Right. So yeah, there are going to be those. I mean, there was just one we just talked about earlier today, some alter, um, AI uh, ETF. You're going to see that there, right? right? And there is going to be appetite for that. Right. I think that just from JP Morgan's perspective, we are looking for more core holdings and advisor portfolios that they can hold for the long term that we think are investment themes for the long term. But what I but I what I think is important, Carol, what it underscores is the critical nature of due diligence. Right. Right. And <laughs> leveraging the issuers like JP Morgan to understand, all right, well you you offer a multi-factor ETF, so does this firm, so does that firm. How and why are yours different? And what should I be using to evaluate these ETFs? Where do you see the trend line going in terms of ETFs Up. generally? Uh, I mean, well, we had so we had Cerulean on earlier, and I think it's interesting because you know. Active mutual fund flows have ebbed and flowed, right. and um, there there are outflows, but they tend to be concentrated in sort of very efficient asset classes. But mutual fund flows continue to be very strong and very steady. Yeah, I think ETF flows. Does the mutual to fund be, oh. industry need to be worried? I don't think so. No, because I think the conversation has changed. Again, it's not active versus passive. Yeah, advisors are showing us that both can be utilized effectively in a portfolio. Nice to have you back. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Nice to have, thank you for having yeah. us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Julian Delsignor, head of ETFs distribution at JP Morgan Asset Manager, based in Chicago, That's in New right. York, though.